0: The summer is usually a slow time in terms of real estate activity. That has not been the case these past two years. We've had an exceptional summer with great weather. The GTA is once again quite active and there's been a strong return to travel. I'm grateful for the overdue and welcomed return to a much more normal, albeit hectic life. Welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Podcast with me, Nico James Bach, a broker with Royal Page Signature Realty based in Toronto. These are the three facts you should know that summarize the end of this summer residential real estate market. Number one, the market has returned to a more sustainable and healthy level. Although the path the real estate market has taken over the past 26 months has not been traditional, we managed to return to a more balanced market the artificially low interest rates have been replaced with purposely higher rates to relieve the unsustainable pressure on prices in many sectors of our economy. Lower transaction volume can mean opportunity. In many micro markets, there is plenty of inventory for buyers. Prices are more stable, and the price point at which a buyer can enter the market and purchase their dream home. May now be within reach. The challenge for both buyers and sellers is the speed at which rates had to move up to fight inflation. The rapid rise in borrowing costs directly affects purchasing power and has resulted in rapid price change, mostly downwards. The sheer number of interest rate hikes has caused uncertainty in the short term, which resulted in lower transaction volume. There were 5,627 home sales reported through the Toronto Regional Real Estate Boards. MLS system in August 2022, representing a year-over-year dip of 34.2%, a lesser annual rate of decline compared to the previous four months. We have returned to more appropriate real estate values and are starting to see early signs of stabilization in home prices and growth in sales volume. The August stats have illustrated this in the stabilization of prices at $1.079 million and an uptick in sales over July to 5627 units over the past three weeks we have seen early signs of renewed interest from buyers who are witnessing prices return to normalized levels the office of the superintendent of financial institutions should weigh in on whether the current buyer stress test remains applicable is it reasonable to test home buyers at two percentage points above the current elevated rates or should a more flexible test be applied that follows the interest rate cycle What about removing the stress test for existing mortgage holders who want to shop for the best possible rate at renewal rather than forcing them to stay with their existing lender to avoid the stress test. This is especially the case when no additional funds are being requested. Number two, the need for housing has not disappeared. In fact, there is a greater need for housing as more people return to the workplace in a physical manner. Many have adopted the hybrid work model working a few days from home and a few days at their place of work. Another factor is our government's aggressive immigration policy, which will guarantee an influx of new people, and these people will need a place to live, housing that is as close as possible to their place of work. A recent report from the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation concluded that the country would need to build 3.5 million new homes by 2030 to improve affordability and accommodate the influx of people. Yet Canada is averaging only 200,000 to 300,000 new units per year. During this period of consumer uncertainty, building efforts should be ramped up, not down. The offshoot effect is straining rental markets, driving the cost of rental housing upwards. Meanwhile, CMHC noted a decrease in the seasonally adjusted annual rate of housing starts in Canada's urban areas in July 2022. Driven by lower starts in the single detached category, strong declines in both detached and multi-unit residential starts were registered in the greater Toronto area. According to a second quarter condominium market survey by real estate research firm Urbanation Inc., approximately 35,000 new condo units were originally expected to launch for pre-construction sale in the GTA in 2022. While close to 16,000 units were launched in the first half of 2022, fewer than 10,000 units are now expected during the remainder of this year, suggesting that 10,000 units have been shelved. Fact number three, the BOC announced its new prime rate of 5.45% on September 7th, up 0.75 basis points from the last announcement in early July. The next Bank of Canada meetings are on Wednesday, October 26th, and Wednesday, December 7, 2022. As gas prices fell, the year-over-year inflation rate sat at 7.6% in July, down from 8.1% in June, Despite the drop in the inflation rate, the Bank of Canada governor recently said that the BOC's job is not done yet and it won't be done until inflation gets back to 2.0% target. That could take a while. This means we're in for a few more interest rate hikes in the coming months. My hope is that there will be fewer rate hikes in the first half of 2023 and that rates will start to come down by the third quarter of that year no one can predict the future. We are in another real estate cycle that has to play its course. Looking forward to the fall market, I see an increased volume of activity as students return to the classroom and many people return to work in person for the first time in over two years. Prices will likely stay in this range for the foreseeable future as we continue to adjust to higher borrowing costs. That being said, as our region continues to return to normal life, combined with significant population growth, low supply of new housing, and a strong economy, there is no doubt there will be demand for housing and a return to more traditional levels of price growth soon. This past week, the five- and ten-year bonds have dropped to their lowest levels since April, which has resulted in some lenders already reducing their fixed-rate mortgages. The chairman of the U.S. Federal Bank stated this week that they may not have to raise rates as much as earlier estimates. This is another indication that we are close to the end of our rising rate cycle. I believe we will see the BOC reduce rates as early as the first or second or third quarter of 2023. This will start to bring more certainty to the residential real estate market and allow for more buyers to confidently enter the market and build On the strong foundation we have witnessed over the past 20 years we are at the tail end of our transition between an ultra low rate environment to a normalized rate environment these types of transitions are never easy however as i have said before patience for homeowners and investors has been profitable what's your opinion do you think the bank of canada is doing enough to curb inflation has the boc gone too far How have the frequent and unpredictable interest rate hikes affected your life? Let me know in the comments or send me a message through one of my channels. The August 2022 TREB macro market stats are now available on Instagram, my Facebook business page, LinkedIn and Twitter. Take a look, let me know if you'd like a deep dive into your micro market. We can compare the stats to see how your micro market is doing in relation to the various macro markets. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for your time. My name is Nico James Bach. And as always, I'm here to help you achieve wealth through real estate. Ciao.